Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Now, let me let me share this total with you. Um, this is in the city of Liberty, and the as you can hear, and we'll play it again. The mayor got into an argument with a citizen over a Confederate flag grave marker in a local cemetery. Activists, activist groups, started calling for the marker's removal, boy, in 2021. But the Sons of Confederate Veterans, which, by the way... (laughs) I could be a member of. Y'all remember that? Sam is looking, going like, what? No, from Finding Your Roots, I remember. Oh, okay, so yeah, that's right. Amazing story. I mean, (laughs) wow. Yeah, I had a a great, great, great whatever who fought with General Lee at Gettysburg. (laughs) Anyhow, but let me go on. Said the year-long dispute, wow spilled over to the city, to Liberty City Council meeting a week ago when this argument took place. And and uh, now this is interesting. So the Confederate sympathizer, thank you, Daryl, sympathizer, who wants the, you know, says uh, there's nothing lower than attacking the grave of a military combat veteran, adding that a coward does this. Now, the mayor interrupted, saying that no one is attacking the grave of an American veteran. And he says, yeah, you are. That's why you're filing this lawsuit. And they went at it. You're a coward. So we'll play it. Now, let me couple this story with the other story of neo-Nazis, and again, the word neo. Are you signaling me for some reason? No, no. Oh, the word neo is Latin for what? New. New. So these new Nazis uh, went out. Now, guys, where is, can I get the story? Uh, these new Nazis went out and and uh, started waving a flag at at, at a, outside a synagogue, and the police didn't do anything because it was what a matter of free speech, a matter of free speech. Gosh, I mean that's like waving, in my opinion, uh, a red cape in front of a bull. I mean, on one hand, it's, I don't know. So let me, Sam, what, what would you do? I mean, you, you, uh, what would you do? Yeah, let's say you, you went outside and you, you went to the synagogue you came outside, or you're in service, and somebody comes in and says, well, there's a group of neo-Nazis 
uh, outside with the swastika banners, with swastika flags. Um, and call the police. And the police show up, and then they tell the rabbi or the congregants, well, there's nothing we can do because it's free speech. I don't know. I really don't know. Is it free speech? Anti-Defamation League says, look, uh, this is anti-Semitic. No question about it. Um, I don't know. Boy. Sounds to me it like... Uh, well, you, you, you're kind of speechless there, Sam. Hey, Joe, we actually have a reduced clip about that, if you want me to play. All right, well, let's let's see. I don't, well, I play it. Friday morning, folks in this Warner Robins neighborhood woke up to anti-Jewish literature right in their front yards. They called the Warner Robins Police Department to investigate, but it didn't stop there because Friday afternoon, folks who appear to be with the same group showed up in downtown Macon outside Temple Beth Israel. We actually have one in the driveway and in front of our house at the mailbox. Teresa Wilson had just gotten home from the bank when her neighbor ran up to her. And said, ma'am, please don't touch that bag in your driveway. And he was on the phone calling the police at the time. They were plastic bags with anti-Semitic flyers inside, along with some sort of pellet. Wilson and her husband Joshua thought it was rat poison. The first instinct was, what about kids? What about people's animals? If this is some poison, then they could easily get a hold of it. Warner Robins police say they believe they're non-toxic pine pellets to hold the packets down. They appear to be from a group called the Goyam Defense League, which the Anti-Defamation League classifies as an extremist group. We want to get people to look into Jewish supremacy. We want people to look into the overrepresentation in our media. About 15 people were outside the Macon Temple shouting what deputies call obscene language through a bullhorn. Rabbi Elizabeth Bahar was inside at the time. We actually have a Torah study that begins at 515. So I already had a student here ready to, ready to learn. I had some people on Zoom ready to start learning. And their Shabbat service was set to begin at 6.30. She thought about canceling, but used it as a chance to preach about anti-Semitism. I said, uh, you know what? We're not going to let them win. It's our night. It's to pray. This is what we do. This is who we are. And so we're going to pray. Neighbors called the Bibb County Sheriff's Office. Deputies eventually closed the protest down. The group had a blow-up doll representing a gay Jewish man hanging by the neck from a street sign. Mayor Lester Miller says it's county property, so the Sheriff's Office asked them to remove it and leave. In Macon, Anthony Montalto, 13 WMAC News. So, so I'm sorry, Sam. So, Sam, what is, um, what is the Shabbat? What's that? It's a, it's every Friday night. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a religious service where that's the day of rest. Okay. Shabbat is the day of rest. And so every Friday night and Saturday morning, there's a special service honoring the day of rest. And everybody, you know, or the community, whoever can, shows up to synagogue to, to pray and welcome, you know, mm-hmm. the end of the week. So I, I, you know, when I, after you, I think I would organize like I don't know if in the moment you're going to you're going to get anything done. The police weren't stepping in. But I would organize the community 
against these kind of, you know, bigots and this kind of hatred because my what I'm thinking is what happens when they bring a gun? What happens when this whole white supremacist violence just breaks out outside the synagogue? And it's not it's now is the time to organize. Now before the violence begins and say, get the hell out of my community. These, uh, I'm reading a quote uh, from um, a Georgia state representative who said, and I quote, white supremacists have shown themselves to be bottom-feeding haters. They have always, that they've always been. And she called the protesters unhinged maniacs. And and then some people went on to say, um, look, if, if you are a, uh, a, a, a Nazi, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. And the two stories are related. The the first story, I mean, you you have you have a a a person who is a Confederate sympathizer who's upset. Let me make sure I've got here. It is the Liberty Mayor who is upset because of this dispute over a Confederate statue or a grave marker. And um, said the disagreement also spilled over, and I'm reading, I'm sort of trying to speed read here, said that the city of Liberty, Missouri, filed a lawsuit to take ownership of the plot, and and the disagreement is playing out in court. Interesting. And they and they just went at it inside the meeting. They went at it. The tension centered around a years-long legal dispute over a Confederate statue or grave marker, as the ancestors call it, at Fairview Cemetery. And and so the sons of the Confederate veterans say it is not a statue or a monument, but a grave marker for soldiers from the Confederate war and that it should not be disturbed. Then it's a question of who owns the plot in the cemetery. Wow. Let's see. The uh, we played both. Did we play the, both clips? Yes. So let's go back to the city council public hearing. Play that again. My name is Dwayne Holtzclaw. Uh, my uncle John Will Hall, Mayor John Will Hall, sold Block One Seventy Four, January Sixth, Nineteen Hundred. 
Uh, he sold it for the sole purpose to bury these veterans inside there. My cousin who is buried there is a United States or an American military combat veteran. Uh, I ask that you stop your investment lawsuit. Uh, there's nothing lower than attacking the grave of a military combat veteran. Uh, simply a coward does this. I don't think anybody's attacking an American grave of an American veteran. So, Well, I do because you filed well, a lawsuit I, and that proves that you did. No. And I've been, to, I've been this is this is like 71 meetings for me. How many have you been to? I don't need to listen to you anymore. You have made your point. You are marring this meeting. We're going to get ready to celebrate. You're a coward. The, the, You're a coward, sir. Yeah. You don't have the guts to say that to me outside of this building. I promise oh, you that. Absolutely. You meet me outside, you're be more Yeah, we'll see that. Know. We'll see that. I'll be in chat there. Absolutely. You're a Confederate coward. You come here and you tell these people, you, you said that to the former mayor. I'm not, I'm not. The, Let me tell you something, buddy. I don't, hey, you're going to dress me as Mr. Mayor. You're going to get out of this. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. And then here's the, the, the other clip with, uh, in reference to the folks out in front of the synagogue. Friday morning, folks in this Warner Robins neighborhood woke up to anti-Jewish literature right in their front yards. They called the Warner Robins Police Department to investigate, but it didn't stop there because Friday afternoon, folks who appear to be with the same group showed up in downtown Macon outside Temple Beth Israel. We actually have one in the driveway and in front of our house at the mailbox. Teresa Wilson had just gotten home from the bank when her neighbor ran up to her. And said, ma'am, please don't touch that bag in your driveway. And he was on the phone calling the police at the time. They were plastic bags with anti-Semitic flyers inside, along with some sort of pellet. Wilson and her husband Joshua thought it was rat poison. The first instinct was, what about kids? What about people's animals? If this is some poison, then they could easily get a hold of it. Warner Robins police say they believe they're non-toxic pine pellets to hold the packets down. They appear to be from a group called the Goyam Defense League, which the Anti-Defamation League classifies as an extremist group. We want to get people to look into Jewish supremacy. We want people to look into the overrepresentation in our media. About 15 people were outside the Macon Temple shouting what deputies call obscene language through a bullhorn. Rabbi Elizabeth Bahar was inside at the time. We actually have a Torah study that begins at 515. So I already had a student here ready to, ready to learn. I had some people on Zoom ready to start learning. And their Shabbat service was set to begin at 6.30. She thought about canceling, but used it as a chance to preach about anti-Semitism. said, uh, you know what? We're not going to let them win. It's our night. It's to pray. This is what we do. This is who we are. And so we're going to pray. Neighbors called the Bibb County Sheriff's Office. Deputies eventually closed the protest down. The group had a blow-up doll representing a gay Jewish man hanging by the neck from a street sign. Mayor Lester Miller says it's county property, so the Sheriff's Office asked them to remove it and leave. In Macon, Anthony Montalto, 13 WMAC News. I, you know, I, I go, I, I am immediately thinking, I'm immediately thinking once again, of the poem that uh, we that I constantly refer to, of the uh, religious leader, was it Moeller? Martin Niemöller. 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 That made it. Uh, you know, I mean, if it if there ever was something that should live through the times, it's it's his poem. 
and I know we have a uh, a recording of it, right? Yes. Now, I, I want, in light of these two stories, in light of what's going on with black folk in particular, what's going on, attacks on gay people and, and anybody that is not a, that is just different. It's just and they're hiding behind these people are hiding behind the First Amendment. They're hiding behind the First Amendment. I want I mean I want you to understand that. Oh, this is First Amendment. They can say whatever they want to say. They can do what you know, not do whatever they want to do, but they can say just they they can go after anybody they want to go after. And I don't know what it takes to get through the to get this through. One. We have got to form alliances. We really honestly do. Because if they'll come after folks who look like and worship like Sam. They'll come after Daryl. They'll come after you. And the thing is, the other thought that is at the forefront of my mind is that these are relatively young people. These are these are relatively young people. They weren't born this way. And it goes down. It goes. It, it it boils down to what I've always said. And maybe this will get through to, to some of you. In America, period. And this is always. This has been the case since there was a country. And globally, to be honest, in America, we are culturally. All of us are culturally conditioned to believe that white is superior. That's what this whole white supremacy thing is about. And black is inferior. And maybe, and when I use the word manifestation, maybe that throws people off. But the manifestation, in other words, how does it play out? White folks, the white culture is what? Superior. Superior. And the black culture is undervalued, underestimated, and marginalized. Now, listen, and, and, and if there ever was a time to let, again, this sink in, play it, Daryl. First they came for the communists, and I did not speak out. Because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists. And I did not speak out. Because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists. And I did not speak out. 
because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out, because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. That is what happened. That's what the Nazis did. That's what the Nazis did. Look what's going on today. Look, look at the two stories. Well, I, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not Jewish. I wasn't going to a Shabbat. I didn't even know what it was. That's why I said, let's educate ourselves. What is it? It's part of the culture. We should understand other people's cultures. We should appreciate other people's cultures. Look at what's happening with labor unions. Has been happening. This is, I mean, Ronald Reagan, when, when he got elected president, he sat up there, got endorsement from a, a major, what was it, the air traffic controllers. And it didn't take him a month once he got elected to stab him in the back. And then folks started going after labor, went after labor. Oh, they're a bunch of communists. They're a bunch of socialists. No, they want collective bargaining. And, 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 and look, the, the years have gone by. The decades have gone by. We've talked about this. We've tried to make people aware of what's happening as it relates to the importance of collective bargaining. Oh, and I think now, finally, finally, I think finally, the, the men and women <laughs> with the Teamsters are now ready to do what? They're ready to strike. Largest strike, largest strike, probably in the history of the labor movement. There you go. So they went after them. Went after them. We have to form alliances. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm not going to support folks attacking gay people. Why? Because I'm not gay. Really? I'm not gay. I'm not this, I'm not, I'm not gay, I'm not queer, I'm not lesbian, I'm not whatever. So that's their problem. And then they come after black folk. They come after black folk. And then white people say, um, white American, some, some white American, and I'm generalizing. I was listening to a newscast coming in, this, this, uh, episode, where was it, where they actually unloaded, the police unloaded on a woman who clearly had mental issues. Did y'all see that story? There, there lies part of the problem. Because I've had, I've had folk who have said to me, oh, I, I just turned the news off. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't want to hear no bad news. I'm tired of it. So I'm, I'm driving in this morning and CNN, and and I appreciate you, you, you know, you, uh, you folks who are watching the news. 
But did you see the story? Did you see the story and, and about this woman? And by the way, white woman, middle age, had a hammer. And she was having a breakdown, a mental breakdown. She was not a threat to the police officers. And they just opened fire on her and killed her. And in large, because she was cutting wires to fire alarm system and that type of thing. And they just unloaded on her. I mean, she didn't have a weapon. She wasn't uh, charging the police officers. She was breaking up stuff in her own apartment. And then I, 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 then people say to me, um, why are you talking about that? She's not black. Because we have to, we, we, we've, we have to understand. They'll come for her. They'll come for Sam. We'll, and we won't say anything. Then we'll look around. We'll look around, and they'll come for us, or 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 they'll go after our children, or 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 or, or something will happen in our community, and then we go. Well, nobody cares but us. Therein lies the problem, and the neo Nazis of the world, the white supremacists of the world. Listen, and Sam really hit on it. Because I said, Sam, what would you do? And he had to stop and he think. And he had, I'm looking at Sam on Zoom. And Sam said, I, you know, let me, I would organize. I would organize. I would organize. I think about, again, World War II. The British formed alliance with the Russians. Russians formed alliance with the United States, vice versa. The Allies, that's what, the Allies. But these folks are organized. They're showing up at board meetings. They're showing, I mean, at board education meetings. They're, they're going so far as to test and see, now get this, if, 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 like they did in Utah, should the Bible be taken all, you know, be banned? The Bible in Utah. And I think they were talking about the Mormon Bible. And then I know you sit back and go, but I'm not Mormon. Hell, I didn't even know there was a difference. Some people did, some don't. I mean, I'm generalizing when I talk. We have to organize. I am thoroughly convinced, though, the more I hear, the closer it gets to 2024, I am thoroughly, thoroughly convinced there is no ifs, ands, buts about it. This, is, this year coming up will be the year that we can get these people out of public life. They should not hold office. Now, let me add, and, and everything boils down to the ballot. There, you know... Malcolm was right. It's the ballot or the bullet. And again, the big word, that little two-letter word there, or, 
He was absolutely right. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.